I want to watch you scream too. Uh, welcome to Making a Difference Wednesday on the Mad Radio Show with John and Megan. And it is a nice chilly 97 degrees here. And we are broadcasting you live from the Fishbowl Radio Network studios here in beautiful downtown Arlington, Texas. Man, what a weekend. Yeah. Well, I, what I a had weekend. A good what weekend. a couple of days, man. Early couple of days. Oh, my God. You it look feels, shot. <laughs> I, am, I look really old. I feel, like I, I feel like I look 10 years older just over the weekend of my lack of sleep. That's messed up. That's when you know you're getting old is when your, your skin doesn't bounce back anymore. It's just like, oh, you It's either that sad. or alcoholism. Well, I, and I know drink. you don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> so t- you had a, a really exciting weekend, man. I mean... I did add an amazing um, weekend. I got to feature the entire weekend at Addison Improv. So shout out Sean Trainer, the GM there, and uh, all of Addison. It was it is one of the it is I think the best room in Dallas for comedy yeah. because the low ceilings and you can pack in about three hundred people. And I was featuring for Veer Das, who wow. is the biggest stand up comic in India, and he really he packed him in. So I was. I'm trying to. I'm really biting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> After my pegging. Is, is he is he like come to my casino Indian or No, he, no, 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 no. What the f- <laughs> He's from India. He was born in India, has an accent. Does that uh, does that uh, clarify yeah, 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 yeah. it? I did a couple of Indian jokes I like, modified like a, a little like bit. Like a Raj from a Big Bang? Yes. Indian? Okay. <laughs> but not smart. No, because uh. at least he says that. He, so he's getting ready to film. He has one Netflix special out. I say, check it out, you guys. He's hilarious. And then he's getting ready to film his second Netflix special. Is literally the one before was only a year and a half ago. Like, that's wow. how he's Louis C.K. in that way. You know what I mean? Okay. How Louis would do one every year uh, before... The was, penis gate. He was um, masturbating in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so he is getting prepared. He had an hour and a half of material. He's getting prepared to film it in San Francisco in I think a month or something. Wow. An hour and a half. Maybe he'll call you. There's no. No. Man, you never know. No. He's going to use local comics. His his thing, he said he noticed last time that he, he made sure to ask this time. Oh, the camera's not moving. Thank you, Tara. We'll get it fixed. Um, to ask last, because you're not on it. Um, let's see if it'll oh, do it gonna now. Are you going to fix that? Look at you. I don't All know if that, that fixed stuff. it. You're probably breaking crap. I am. Anyway, so he... <laughs> Damn it, I was talking. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh, anyway, there, he, there you go. Look at me. Look at so you. So tech savvy. to start working at Fishbowl. We're talking about Facebook Live for all the radio <laughs> listeners um, that we don't have. No, I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Uh, what was I? Fucking damn it. 
Okay, so he, uh, an hour and a half, like, you know, there are no featured comics, featuring comics in America no, who do that. No, an hour tops. Hour an 10. hour tops, yeah, tops. Yeah. You know, to have extra yep. material for your hour-long special. Not an hour and a half. And <laughs> in India, he does 45 minutes, they have a half an hour um, break, and then he does another 45 minutes. You know. It's crazy. You think about, like, what we do, and we'll do 15, 20 minutes, maybe sometimes we'll push a half hour, how hard that is. Oh, my gosh. You know, just to... You know, I don't even want to talk for a half hour sometimes, you know, Not and after. to to be able to do an hour or 10, man, that's talent. Yeah. An hour yeah, yeah. and a half, that's talent. Yeah. He's, you know? he's, he is very, very talented and, and it makes sense. You know, number one, um, number one. Uh, Comic in India. There you go. Thanks so much. <laughs> so no, I'm helping you out here's here. the <laughs> other thing that happened last night. We both uh, opened for Preston Lacey and hence my exhaustion. That was. And yours. That, yeah. That was an an awesome, awesome experience <laughs> and shocking you for Tony. You started with SH and I was like, are you going to say a cuss word? <laughs> and that was a shocking experience for Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, for those <laughs> who, yeah, for those who missed a, uh, a great for performance last night. For everyone who missed night, <laughs> Yeah, for everybody who missed a great performance yesterday. Uh, Preston got up on stage, and uh, just before he was announced, he shocked the the, oh, the outgoing comic right in the ass. That was uh, going to be me. I am so happy. I am so happy. With I, I, I don't think he would have. Sh- Maybe he would have. I think would've. he would have. Fuck. It, yeah. yeah. It's uh sorry. I was around too many <laughs> bad people yesterday. I'm yeah. calling Giants. Um yeah, no, I think he would have cuz you know, equal rights and everything. Yeah, well, shout out <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out to uh everybody at the Rail Club. Every the staff at the Rail Club was amazing. You know, yeah, they they, they were, were really, really good from the lighting guys to uh the photography to the sound guy to um you know, everybody. The bartenders I wish I remember everybody's name. The girl who had 46 cents in her pocket. You know, uh, great crew. Um, shout out to Brooklyn Eats, man. They were out there uh, with no air conditioning in their truck and oh still serving gosh. food. Yeah, that was you good know? food. That yeah. was very yummy. Yeah, it's my niece and nephew. Hey, happy anniversary, Jennifer and Mike. Uh, I know it was your anniversary the other day, so big shout outs to you guys. Um I was surprised. I was I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised about the rail club last night. I did not know what to expect. That um, stage is is very unique, um, so I think that that will be interesting for comics. But um, the lighting was the great. The sound was a little bit, I think, too loud for me. But um, well, they had it. I think they had it set to the band. I think yeah, they, they, I should they're working. Had headphones on. I've been. They're, they're, they're working through a little. <laughs> they're working through a couple of kinks. They're working through a couple of kinks. No, no, no. But it was. Um, it was really interesting to to work on a stage like that. I mean, that's closer to what you're going to work in if you ever sell at a stadium or something. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, exactly yeah, once, the stage once you'd we be on. sell out AT and T stadiums. And Jer- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. John and Megan. Yeah, John and Megan show. <laughs> <laughs> this is sarcasm, guys. Hey, well, hey, speaking about the John and Megan show, if you guys are listening, um, please look out for what we're going to put out for the Sharky Awards. Our Sharky Awards, Fishbowl Sharky Awards are coming up, and you guys, as our listeners, get to vote on uh, best host, best show, best t- content of the year, and we're going to post all that stuff, and we're going to really need your votes for this, and, um, and if you don't like us, vote for another show. That's cool. But... Uh, we're going to need your votes for this. So those are coming up, Those the Fishbowl Sharky, man. That's going to be a great time. That's in October. Yeah, I think that's going to be um, 
good for i need it to stay in transition sorry i think that's gonna be good for us to experience because it's gonna be our first it's our uh, virgin sharky awards yeah I, i went there i went there last year uh just as an invite and they and they do the whole thing almost like um the grammys very cool. Un- unlike the Tonys, you know, <laughs> not like the Tonys. De Niro won't be there. Oh. So uh, we also got today. We we got some special guests. We got we got Preston Lacey coming into the uh, studio today, and we're gonna hear from Judy Hoover um, calling in because she's got to work, but she's gonna call in from Texas Stands United, and they uh watch all our first response watch over all our first responders in texas they run fundraisers and texas stand Re- united is what we worked on at strokers last year yeah, yeah, for yeah. the for the fallen officers of the dallas police department that was a really nice event it was um so hot like this is the time of year this is when <laughs> i hate texas i know you just don't want to do anything right no like even getting ready like i know you don't understand because you're a dude so you probably take five seconds right yeah, yeah take a shower yep. get dressed yeah I'm, well i'm, I'm easy this takes, that time, takes time and i'm just that back sweat that starts and it's just like why did i just take a shower why did i just take a bath or a shower why why yep because you sweat when you get out yeah hey well like i did i did fire extinguisher training so we lit fires today and doing fire extinguisher training so in this, in this <gasps> yeah it's it was horrible it uh, was definitely horrible. i couldn't do that i need help again it's not doing it again oh uh, what do we keep freezing up well yeah. he dropped the camera before so <laughs> That's not why you would do that. <laughs> Technically unsavvy. So, um, hi everyone watching on Facebook. We see you and we love you. Um, I'm excited to have Preston here. I think. Oh, it did. It switched. It Look switched. at that. This is better. Yeah, um, he. You don't. Um, he was so down to earth and just nice dude. He's a nice you, dude. You definitely just read my mind because I was going to say He's he a is. Cool dude. He he was so approachable. Yeah, yeah. Such yeah. a great human being, man, and funny, pleasant. Did you see him after the show? Yes, he said hi to everybody. With the audience, he was he gave away free T-shirts, signed autographs. He he just was he's an amazing type of guy, man. So he was very nice. Hold on, I'm helping him get directions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, hey, I see Jamie. uh, Jamie logged on. Thank you, Jamie, and and Queen Sylvie from the uh, Queen Sylvie show just logged on. Thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate that. What's this building called? So people can know where to send our stuff. I think it's Executive Plaza. Okay. Think it's twenty two oh five. It's twenty. It's twenty five oh something. We probably shouldn't. uh, We probably shouldn't triangulate our location. Yeah, because for safety, Russians. The Russians. I have to say, uh, driving by, I do kind of wa- like seeing um, Six Flags going. You know, yeah, I- I'm looking at that Superman thing. It's my first I'm, week I- of my kids being home the whole time. I'm looking at that Superman thing, and there's no way in hell I'd go on it. My yes. wife would. My wife would go on every single ride a thousand times on that. Oh, good, good for her. She's I, got no fear. So my whole thing is I used to love all that stuff, but I've gotten old, and I've gotten really. Um, I get nauseated easier now. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I, that's old. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's not old. Well, yeah, it's yes, old. It's, it's old. old. It's old. It's it's fear though. You know, you, it's you, not fear, man. No? I used to love that stuff. Now, if you would like put me on one that went upside down, no, not cool. I'm gonna vomit on you. Right. But everything else, all oh, those big dips and everything, loved it. But the now big I'm what? just dips, oh. like the big the roller coasters with the big hills. Yes, yes, yes. Just, just. What did you think I said? Dips. I thought you said you like. <laughs> you thought big, I said I, th- I thought you said you like big dips. 
and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Oh, that's messed up. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. <So, let's laughs> you want to go to our our feature? There you go. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> and it's hot as hell in this studio. <laughs> It's just because of what you're wearing. You're not used to it. I know. I'm all dressed up, man. Just came right from work. Oh, so just <laughs> a very jaunting. Stop. It's yes. Like, boom. What's, that's not the right word. Oh, I'm so damn tired. Words aren't are hard, guys. Okay, so the first uh, one I want to I want to talk about is because there's a corporation that's doing something I think is really cool. It's also a corporation I sell a lot of lights to. Domino's Pizza has <laughs> been filling in cracks and potholes across the U.S. for their Paving for Pizza initiative, and they. Based on series of nominations that were submitted on their website, they've already started paving roads in Burbank, California, Bartonville, Texas, hey, hey, um, Milford, Delaware, and Athens, Georgia. And so, why, why did they pick those spots? Like the biggest potholes? Because submissions. You didn't listen. Submissions uh, on their website. Oh, well, so it's basically like a everyone voted. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, potholes, cracks, and bumps in the road cause irreversible damage to your pizza during the drive home. This is the Domino's. <laughs> They're Who, like, to it, keep our it, pizza quality, <laughs> I'm going to spend thousands of dollars repairing because, that road. Because every time you hit a bump, the cheese hits the top of the box. Yes, yes, yes. You know? <laughs> and it's just messed up forever. Are they the ones, they're not the ones that give um, that insurance that if something happens to your yeah, pizza. Yeah, no, no, oh, that's, is, that's is it. Oh, Domino's, yeah. they give you insurance yeah. and if something I, I want to know how it works. I love Domino's so I much. I know. But how does that work? Like, if you drop your pizza, they'll give you a new one? I probably... I've never done it, so I've never. But yeah, so that's like, what the commercials. So make if you it have like, like eight slices and you drop, so you eat six, drop two, go back into the pie. No. Do you, ew, that's disgusting. What eating that many? Yeah, no. If you <laughs> drop it and then eat it. No, I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't eat it. I would just bring it back. But I'm saying, like, say you ate half the pizza and then dropped the rest. Could you get another full pizza? I don't what's know. what's the? I don't know these I don't answers. Know. Well, you know Domino's. <laughs> I do. I sell them lights. I don't well, know ask, all the other stuff. Next time you're doing some lighting, ask them. Sure. I want. So I want to know. Could you please? I'd like to know. I want to know the return policy. <laughs> you're ridiculous. Okay. So if you'd like, uh, if you think, man, I need some pizza paving road initiatives around my house go to the domino's website and you can nominate it it's called paving for pizza so if you want domino's to do road repair all you got to do is initiate um all right initiate all right next this one is really cool a new jersey school teacher who devoted 45 years to helping students with disabilities um has left from her estate a million dollars so, uh, Dumont, New Jersey is where, G- I'm going to mess up her name, Genevieve Via Cava? Hava? Cava. No, it's with a C. Via Cava. Um, worked in Dumont, New Jersey for 45 years of her life, helping students with disabilities in her retirement in 1990. She continued to visit the school and check on these um, kids. And then right. she died. In 2011, this as we all sound will, like a happy story. as we all will die. I like to just talk about <laughs> life and death. death. <laughs> anyway, and um, she left a check from her estate for one million dollars. That teacher, our saved kids must be so pissed. Mil- she doesn't have any. <laughs> oh, oh <okay. laughs> you're so saying, wrong. Because if my mother left a million dollars to other kids, man, I'd be like. 
You're such a Maybe douche. you were a terrible kid, and that's why a, that I happens. I was a good kid. That's my sister. <laughs> so she has no children or immediate family. So yes, she left a million dollars, and they're going to actually establish a scholarship fund for those kids with learning disabilities who want to go to school beyond high school. That's that's isn't all, that you, awesome? You know, that also brings to mind so many different non-for-profit organizations that we do work with mm-hmm. who who raise money and give away scholarships and, yeah. and, and strive so hard to put these kids through school and our mad kid of the month the other day uh, who was doing, getting scholarships and then he had problems with scholarships because of his disability, remember? Oh yeah, the, like he didn't qualify completely. Yeah, didn't qualify. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see that because these kids, man, some of them work so hard yeah, to just yeah, to yeah. try to fit in. And I agree. And it's I, it's great. Yeah, I think it's a it's a lovely um, thing to have done. And it, I'm sorry, but I'm super impressed with the fact that she was a school teacher and she saved a million dollars, or she had a million dollar. She probably embezzled or it, something. Man. She oh. probably embezzled it from your. Or she married a rich you're husband. So New York right now. Well, you know, school teachers don't have a million dollars. Don't like, you think she would? Listen, she would a, leave it, that to her husband co- if she if, had a husband. As a cop, as a retired cop, if I had a million dollars, you'd be like. Had, you, You'd be like you were shaking down dealers. You would be saying that. Maybe it was a million dollar insurance policy. I didn't get into the. Well, I would say she maybe she was sleeping with her students, but I just saw a picture. What the hell is wrong with you? Take my good news. I'm a little tired. We're tired, so we're just gonna say really messed. Okay, whatever. Teachers are sleeping with their students. It's it's a fact. And yeah. that is good news for she some of the students. She died in 2011. I'm not sure that teachers back in 1970-whatever. Yeah, because no, no, no student would sleep with her. That's really mean. <laughs> well, it's true. She is a... You're, you were a gorgeous woman. And with a kind heart. What's wrong with you? I'm and a dress down to her ankles. Oh, you can't, they can't see it. <laughs> whatever. Shush. All right, next. Lord, we're moving on. So there's a... Pe- <laughs> Thank you, Dawn. Thank you. Dawn says, he's only saying what... <laughs> what would the rest of us are thinking? <laughs> Thank you, Dawn. Dawn is from the East Coast. See, I guarantee listen, you. <laughs> just just to bring this up. Students You've got to say for the radio listeners oh, for what, the radio. what you're Dawn responding is, Dawn to. Dawn is on Facebook saying, he's only saying what many of us are already, think- all, already thinking, which is true. <laughs> the problem with students sleeping with their kids, kids, ah! kids sleeping with their teachers, is that they don't know how to shut their mouths. <laughs> Dude, you're getting if you the were, best of both worlds, you, oh, man. If, oh, come on. You're 17 sleeping with a 23-year-old yes, math teacher. Yes, if you're a teenage boy sleeping with a hot girl, you're always going to tell your friends about that. Shut up. It's you're getting teenage- into college. You're getting an A, getting laid, and going to college. It's the teachers who are shut idiots up. to think that they're going to keep their mouth shut. The teachers don't say anything. It's the no, kids. No, exactly. But why would the teachers assume that the kids wouldn't say anything? Oh, man. I tell you. If I had a chance to sleep with my teacher and go to college, I wouldn't be saying anything. <laughs> oh, if we could only turn back time. <laughs> I'm thinking about going back to school. Change your entire life. That little Deadpool like, wrist thing. Okay, anyway. Um, okay, so there's an eight-month-old pit bull in California that's being hailed a hero after she alerted her family of a fire in their apartment complex. And you know, apartment complexes, it spreads yep, yep, ridiculous. Yep. So this cute little eight-month-old pit bull was sitting there, and she was pounding on the door, and she was barking nonstop, which she never does. And this is in Stockton, California. Not a great city. I've been there. Yeah. It's a little bit rough. 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 That's you could say nice ghetto. Say rough. Say ghetto. I don't know if it's ghetto, but it's rough. Um, anyway, so Nana, uh oh, Nana Chaichanda, Chaichanda. Ch- ch- I don't ch- know. 
I assume she's yeah. that sound looks Indian, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, after seeing, she said the dog was acting completely irrational. She opened the door and was like, what in the world's going on? And then after seeing the flames in another part of the apartment complex, she realized and she started to get the stuff to leave. The dog goes in and grabs the seven-month-old baby by the diaper with her mouth and dragged her outside to keep her safe. All I want to say is... A, that's really sweet that the dog did that. B, why the hell isn't the parents going to get the baby? <laughs> why is the dog having to save the baby? That's all I'm Who, saying. Well, they didn't tell you in the store. Maybe the, you know, some, you can't put it. Maybe they jumped out a back window. Maybe they couldn't get through through the flames. Flames, you know, fire I would, spreads na- I would die before I left my baby. That's any mother on the planet. We would die to get our baby and yeah, be safe. Okay. I just was, that was the only yeah. part of the story that was a little bit like, why is the dog we, saving we just, the baby? We just rescued a pit bull. And, <gasps> Look how cute uh, the pit bull uh, uh, is. He's adorable. See, we, now you'd sleep with the pit bull before you sleep with the teacher. I'm just saying. <laughs> you messed up. No, that's a little crazy. <laughs> that's a little crazy. But we just rescued a pit bull, and um, it actually turned my uh, thoughts around about that breed. Oh, yeah, I love he, pit bulls. he is the most loving animal in the world, man. Someone cut his ears off with a scissor and threw him in the street, and we picked him up. They cropped his Aww. ears. I love pit bulls. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really great. <gasps> so pretty. <laughs> anyway, I love her. She's so cute. And the fact that she was, you know, just intuitive enough, like, I got you. I got you guys. That's I'm cool, just man. telling dogs you right do now. Some ama- dogs do some amazing things, man. Yeah, my dog wouldn't do that. My dog would just be, be pooping he, in he, his he, kennel. He'd be like, yeah. I'm not even going to wake you up. He wakes me up. For everything else. Yeah. But for the far along. Yeah, because he, he has to go to the bathroom, not not for like anything. Well, <sighs> well that was some good some good news. You know what? Awesome. What I liked about it, most of it was in the state. All of it was in the United States. Thank you very much. All of it. I'm so happy. <laughs> we do have international listeners, but I'm so glad I, I made you that. happy. But that was you my may goal. be happy that all three <laughs> news stories were in the United States. Yes, even though you I can do. pronounce half those names, all, all of them were good. So... <laughs> I, f- I feel friggin' American today, boy. <laughs> it's red, white, and blue time. It's red, white, and blue. <laughs> All right, listen. We're going to take a short break. And coming into our studio right after this is the legendary Jackass star, Preston Lacey. So please stay tuned. Why did you pick that? Huh? Why did you pick that? I love Ozzy. Hey, welcome back to Mad Radio and Making a Difference Wednesday. We are broadcasting you live from the Fishbowl Radio Network Studios here in beautiful Arlington, Texas. And in our studio today, we have the legendary star of Jackass, Mr. Preston Lacey. How you doing, Preston? I'm good. I'm one of the stars of Jackass. <laughs> well, in our eyes, you are the star, I'm, I'm, man. Yes. <laughs> one of the stars. I, hey, it was teamwork, right? It was teamwork. Yeah, very much it, so. It was definitely teamwork, man. Man, how there's so much I want to ask you because I don't know how after all those stunts you still are able to walk in here. <laughs> <laughs> Broken bones. I mean, yeah, I broke uh, I broke my ribs on a stunt called the uh, human bowling ball. <laughs> oh lord, breaking and, ribs and, is not fun. And that was the worst one. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I thought I was having a heart attack, and I went down to the doctor. And uh, they hooked me up to an EKG machine and said, you're not having a heart attack at all. You're fine. And the doctor goes, have you been involved in any blunt force trauma lately? And the nurse goes, he's on jackass. <laughs> and the doctor's like, what does that mean? And they explained it to him. And the doctor was like, what are you, what are you like, here for? No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, was that, that was your worst injury? That was, yeah, was, yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, knock on something. <laughs> was that the worst injury on Jackass? Oh, no, I mean, no, no, I can't, no, no, no. I can't imagine. Johnny Knoxville probably had worse ones. Uh, he has concussions and stuff. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Dunn um, 
rest in peace, Ryan, uh, broke his wrist like four times. Oh, wow. Every break in it. Like, could you just stop using it at that point? <laughs> and it would got to the point where it'd be like, oh, okay, done broke his wrist again. <laughs> But him and the guy, the producer that's in charge of taking people to the ER stuff, became really good friends. After that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, did you guys like have an ambulance on set? Uh, different things. It just depends. It's a yeah. lot. It's just not. It's not just idiots filming with the cam camcorder. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. OSHA and a full. You know, Paramount puts a full safety team there. So, oh, yeah. so a lot of the stunts were all planned yeah, out. They all much. are planned out. Sometimes yeah. too much. Like we went to the. Uh, what is it, Fort Leonard Wood Army Base, where they do gas mask training. Oh, and wow. They, we did that, you know, and they rushed, uh, the medics and stuff rushed up there with cold washcloths and stuff for our face. Oh, and stuff. wow. And just, and like, like, Knoxville was mad because we didn't hurt enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, leave him in there for another but 10 minutes. There was, there was real soldiers there, too, that were doing it, and they didn't get any cold washcloths. They just got oh. cussed out and said, don't be staring at the celebrities. <laughs> was Johnny a little sadistic? No, 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 come on. He's a car salesman. <laughs> he's he's smart, is what he is. Yeah, no, charming. I, no, I I agree. But he's probably like, oh yeah, just just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little no, bit more I, juice. The director Jeff Tremaine is a sadistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all him. So how like do you remember anyone that you were like thankful that they didn't let you do it? Any stunt that you were like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad that one didn't happen. Yeah, the uh, Electric Avenue they called it, <laughs> where they hung just. 150 tasers, maybe more. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I remember that. Fired them all off. Yeah. And it sit on the top of the call sheet that day, not for Preston. <laughs> <laughs> he will die. Let's and not then, do and this. And then they said, um, Wee Man is a cop. And Wee Man was like, Woo, Wee. <laughs> <laughs> but they went through there, and they're like, and those guys got shocked up good. Oh, yeah. Wow. And they're like, You guys didn't get shocked enough. Go back again. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that is some sadistic stuff. Man, to the, to the Dallas Cowboys, you think you get. Get beat up on Sunday afternoon, oh, man. No. Think about going through all those tears. I can't imagine waking up the next morning. You'd be like, No, just oh, watching Tony's God. reaction to one. Yes, last that was, night. That was just phenomenal to one. last night, man. <laughs> he was like, You got me so good. I can't even. I thought it was like a buzzer from like you know a hand buzzer, like a, just a but silliness. You, and I, I hope to, and I hope Tony's listening because you know, uh, <laughs> Poor you baby. know, he came over to me later. He goes, I'm never gonna wash my ass again. <laughs> My ass <laughs> should be. He should have Preston sign it. He missed out. I'm sure he'd be like, Man. no. <laughs> what is the craziest thing you guys did on uh, Jackass? In your opinion, like the stunt, scariest. Oh, just the running from the bulls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I agree. Just, that one was bad. And it was just on a set uh, in in the what do you call it soundstage in California, where it looks like a little town, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh really? And they just set it up like we were in a random neighborhood. And oh. Went through, though, but I mean, it was just. <laughs> 150 of the meanest bulls you've ever seen. And they, just, they don't want to kill you. They hate you. Oh. <laughs> Wow. And I know you didn't get hit, but somebody got hit. Did you get hit with a, a, with a horn? Giant, giant bull with a longhorn hit me in the back and ran over me. Oh, and that's over worse, me, which maybe. It's just amazing that how graceful he was. <laughs> I'm surprised like a gazelle, you're alive, right? like a gazelle. He didn't want to step on me. You know? he, was like, he was like a ballerina. Oh, that was, that's good. It's like he had, he knew. They said, uh, I can't kill a celebrity on these bulls video. get out of the main area, you know, just be calm and be still. And there was, we were in one of those houses. The production was set up, <laughs> and I'll be darned if a damn bull didn't run and jump through the window into there. Oh. And where half the people were completely <laughs> calm and quiet, half of them were like, Oh my God! <laughs> I think I'd have to be that second yeah. one. Yeah, there's, there's all these bulls like. 
two-ton bulls coming at you. Just stay calm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like don't move. A bear will play dead with a bear, and it'll just. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm running, man. I'm out. I'm out. I'm taking I, my chance. How do you yoga your way through that? I couldn't. I couldn't. No, man. <laughs> but somebody who I, I can't remember which one of you guys got stabbed in the butt. Like literally took took a horn in the butt, didn't you? Somebody oh, Knoxville did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's got to be scarred up, man. Dude. He's got to be scarred up. Yeah. He's got, he was, I was listening to one, a podcast with him because he was promoting Action Park, which we'll have to ask you about. Point. Point. Thank you. And um, he was talking about how many concussions he's got to where he, he has to go and he's seeing a neurologist because, you know, just like, a, like football a football player. Yo, like yeah. Like a boxer, man. You keep getting hit in the head. I mean, yeah. there's, there's only so much brain injury you can take, the swelling, the. Yeah. He said yeah. right now he's good, but. How about Steve-O? Was he a crazy dude? Yeah, today is his birthday. Happy oh, birthday. happy birthday, Steve-O. I saw that on your Facebook. No, I was, I was thinking about him though today, and just because somebody goes, you guys you know, got a lot of strange things going. I started thinking about the stuff Steve-O and I have been involved in. And yeah, he drank my sweat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had to I, smell I, your I, fart. I, I farted in a thing and he threw up. <laughs> and he also took a straw and blew baby, baby powder up my butt. Oh, yeah. And air came out, and I baby, baby powder farted in his <laughs> Man, that is friendship there. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's bonding. That's pretty tight. That's, that's, that's bonding. That's love, man. <laughs> you told us a story about him drinking your sweat. Tell our listeners what you had to go through when you were on the bicycle. You had the, the funnel. Yeah, um, it's, so. it's called the sweatsuit cocktail. It's really gross. They uh, put me in a clear plastic suit with a cup down in the seat or the butt of it, and they had me go into a heated room, 140 degrees. Oh, God. Um, and, and exercise on an elliptical machine. And you thought your hot yoga was hey, bad. It's 120. Hey, he was at 140. <laughs> and this thing is, I'm surprised you didn't die. And it was, well, it was filled with, with union cameramen oh, okay. who aren't used to sweating like that. Oh. And it, it, the, the smell is just indescribable. <laughs> so I, I got it going, but I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get enough sweat going to get it done because I was getting. You know, I mean, I knew I was. You were going to get nauseous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to. I had to, to cheat a little bit, and um, I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> So Steve-O got all sorts of body fluids oh, in his Oh, man. That's love, Is man. Is he mad at you? No, 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 no. He, we no. give him great. Okay. He's not, he doesn't hold any grudges. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure that he'd like for me to get even sometime. When it comes around, goes around. Sure. I'm sure on Jackass, you can't hold grudges, man. Well, but yeah. I did see a clip where you got pissed. Someone put a lobster on your back or something? A clamp. A, a clamp. clamp on my arm, and yeah. And you got really, really mad. What was that all about? I, just, I, mean, I had just fallen into a nest of fire ants. Oh. And I was trying to get those damn... That's what really got me, those fire ants. I mean, oh, it yeah. must have been 50, 60 bites all at oh. once. Wow. And I mean, it was just like, you know, hypodermic needles going all over me. Yeah. And that's when I was just irritated. And bam, came up and put that clamp on me. But oh, that, was that not supposed defense, to happen? His, no, no, it's improv. But oh. in his defense, I had <laughs> knocked over a very nasty... Nasty porta potty with him in it. Oh, a little retaliation. Blue and brown on him, you know. But just, that's part of the show, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want it real. You don't want to be like, oh, that, thanks, man. Thanks for putting that on my arm. You want it to be like that. You're a sweetheart. So, how did you? I I kind of know how Johnny got involved in this. Is that he wanted he he had a daughter. And he was like, I got to figure out how to make some money. And uh, he was proposing all this crazy stuff. How did you get involved in Jackass? I uh, knew Johnny Knoxville's ex wife. Oh, really? And huh. she How'd you a, know her? She owned a. Just <laughs> French, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, she's from Fort Worth. Originally. Oh, cool. But uh, she owned a clothing company, and I would just do deliveries for her. Aww. And uh, he went on a couple deliveries with me, and we became friends. Aww. He thought I was funny. And he started telling me about the show and asked me to write him some ideas. And I wrote him 10 ideas, and he said, you were doing every single one of these. <laughs> oh, and nice. I'm like, wait a minute, five minutes ago, was I was a writer. You. You know, what, the, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, that's was, a different... Was that your, like... Uh, dream to do that? Like, were you heading for being a comedian when you became friends? Yeah, or acting. You, just, you were doing yeah, part-time yeah, acting was, stuff? Yeah, I, but I was on the uh, Tonight Show with Jay Leno. I did I the skits on the beginning of there oh, for a couple wow. of years. Yeah. 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 And did some commercials, uh, you know, a few national spots. So I was in a Zoom Zoom monster commercial. Hey. I bet they're stoked I mentioned that. And you, pro- <laughs> and you produced a few. Th- Yo, right? Yeah, well, that was after Jack S.O. when I just did the movies. You went into producing. What did you think? How did you like it be, being behind a camera? I, I'd like to put it all together in the writing, but the editing process just drove me crazy. Top right? Oh yeah, you just go over it and over yeah, it and yeah, over it. And then it's me. just like as a comedian, you want to get that quick laugh and go, yeah. you know. And it, every the best joke in the world gets old eight hundred times. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a knock knock joke. Yeah, yeah. You're like I don't even know if it's funny anymore. Yeah, you somebody know, you, else has yeah, to tell me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way when you do your stand up set that many times. <laughs> I know you stuck on. Wow, this really sucks, you know. But yeah, maybe the joke really does. Like, anyway. Was that funny? I don't know anymore. It's all. So, what are you doing now? Because I know you kind of opened with this yesterday. Uh, the how uh, the, there might be something coming up on the horizon here. <coughs> if no, you can just talk about it. Knoxville mentioned in the press that uh, he would be interested in doing another Jackass movie, which really, really surprised us. We thought that it was it was all done, which is just <laughs> amazing and terrifying. All of this. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. absolutely terrifying. It's like one of those deals where I would, we, we know every one of us would love to do another movie, but we'd all be shaken, scared, knowing that tomorrow morning it's on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because honestly, I was so surprised by the age of the the people that came out last night. I was expecting my age. I mean, that's that's the generation that grew up with you guys. I think there's a lot more people that let young children watch Jackass <laughs> than we'll ever know. You got well. You have a you have a huge following. I mean, you. you yeah, no, do. We're, we're lucky. You do have a huge following. Um, I don't want to call it a cult following, or it but you guys though. really, you guys took off. I mean, um, my son loves you, uh, and he was only eighteen, so he couldn't come last night. He was a little upset, but uh, he was like, "Oh my god, you know, I love Jackass," and he's always watching it. And you got a great following. No, we're you very guys, lucky. You yeah. guys definitely hit on something big. Well, it was the most unique thing we'd had at the time. There was nothing like it. And there really there really hasn't been anything like it since. There's been kind of copycat-ish type thing where it's prank shows, but nobody's doing the balls-to-the-wall stuff that you guys did. Yeah, nobody's the, doing that. The biggest thing on that is the way Knoxville cast that show. Because he didn't hold any auditions, he just picked people from different. At, from, we're from all over the country. You right. know what I mean? Oh wow! And we're all completely, completely different. You yeah. Know? And that's and he he was he was brilliant in that, and he oh, made cool. it like America, you know, and not just a bunch of people from Hollywood. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, Real life yeah, people. Yeah. I mean, like, how did he get Wee Man? And that's he's a skateboarder. He, a, yeah, no, I, Wee Man put. Uh, uh, dirty magazine covers on the magazines at the Larry Flint subscription <laughs> thing for them. That was his first I did job not down know there. That. Yeah, we man worked down there. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. So you you were, you were born and raised in Missouri, right? Yeah, in uh, uh, Southwest Missouri. And then you moved to California. Well, I moved to Colorado first. Right. And then I uh, got a movie out there, a low budget independent film called Bacon Head. 
Oh wow! And I, I went to a big audition with a lot of people, and I was, I, I was, you know, it was, it was a really crappy movie, but it was an <laughs> actual movie, you know, right. and it yeah, got yeah. made, and I had a premiere and everything. And I thought, well, shoot, I'm just gonna try it, you know. So, go. so I went to California thinking, no, I probably wouldn't get anything, you know, no way. I just go out and try, you know, oh, have wow. some fun. And then it's just stuff started happening. Wow! Know? Which is just like you were saying—a mixture of hard work and luck. Yeah, you know? yeah. Amen on that. And then you did a couple of uh, was it National Lampoon? Yeah, um, the movies we did during the middle of Jackass, back when people would hand us a couple million dollars to make, <laughs> to make a horrible movie. Well, yeah, when, when, you're, when, you're up, when you're up here, you're like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm riding that wave. I got this, wave, I got you know? this. Yeah, yeah. There was, we, we talk about it as the Jackass 2 era, where that second movie came out and was number one, and we were all, back then, just living like rock stars, you know? Yeah. We were just, just thought we were hot stuff. Well, hey, <laughs> well you were. You, you, you were, were, man. You, you hit on a generate. you hit, you know when they say when you strike, strike, Strike when the iron is hot. Yeah. You guys hit it at the exact right moment on that era. And, I mean... It was right before reality TV really took out. You had YouTube. You had... You know, the internet was coming out. Everything was coming out. And so, man, you guys... All you is... God bless you. All yous. All yous did all great. You. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> all you guys, man. All you guys. That National Lampoon's TV the movie cost $2.3 million oh, to Lord. make. And I think it still owes $1.7 million. <laughs> <laughs> and the director of that, my, my friend Sam Macaroni, real name, uh, they, we, we saw, I would love to have a we, name like Sam Macaroni. We saw that production breakdown. It said $23 million, and we almost threw up. We, oh. uh, we, we just couldn't believe it. That, you know, oh, he was yeah. going to direct that, and I was going to produce that. <laughs> million. We're like, whoa. Oh, wow. Man, I, I, saw, I saw the cover. Was Paris Hilton in it? No, that was a different movie. I that played was... Paris Hilton's brother in National Lampoon's Pledge This. <laughs> wow. That movie never really gained critical acclaim. <laughs> I I hadn't heard of that one. (laughs) She had it in her contract that because she got she got a million bucks for that. I'm not telling any secrets. Everything. Yeah, yeah. It's on. She got it in her contract, a million dollar contract that she would have to go to a premiere, and she didn't want to go to one because the movie was so bad. (laughs) So they ended up doing it in like Mankato, Minnesota, like some really random place, and the people couldn't believe it that Paris was there, you know, in a gown for the premiere of that movie. In a gown. Oh lord. (laughs) She took uh, me out to scores strip club in miami one night really and it was one of the funnest nights of my life <laughs> is she a cool is she's she a cool really chick? cool yeah she's real nice real cool lot not like on the shows down to earth yeah down real to down, earth. down to earth. real cool major was worried to death that i was that i was happy which wasn't hard at scores you know what i mean yeah. but, <laughs> you're like no, I mean, i'm good it's was all she good. nervous going like how would you going like listen checking you for stun guns or like no, no 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 she <laughs> had a security an armed security guard with her you know and i try don't blame her you know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah in yeah. miami she needed that for sure so now that you're doing these kind of tours that you're doing uh, that we got to help with last night, what are, what's the question that you always get asked every time? Well, just, the most common one is just, am I Preston? <laughs> do, they, do they think I look like no, me? But if they come, well, that's good that you look like you. But the but other, like one, the other night, one is just, this is going to be another jackass movie. Uh, that's that's okay. the constant, constant That's the constant question. See, that means the you studios... You got to put one out, yeah. man. You got to put one out. I get some uh, Where's We Man quite a bit. Oh... Do, uh, you, you still hang out with him? Oh, yeah. No, we were really good friends, but I mean, we don't live together. People yeah. think that we're just inseparable. <laughs> no, it's a good time. I like hanging out with him. Uh, he, he owns a, uh, a chain of uh, taco restaurants called Chronic Tacos in Oh, California, nice. Arizona. That's a good name. No, it's amazing to go in there and watch him working. He's like, did you ladies have a nice lunch? <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> business wee man. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're right. You see him like on Jackass now. Now he's like all executive type, right? He's just, that's pretty cool, my, though, my, man. My favorite Wee Man bit was where they connected him to a parachute and had it tethered to the back of three airboats. Oh, I and, remember and that. The, and then they said, this is what's going to happen is the air will kick on the fans. It'll, it'll fly you up there, and you'll be tethering there, float, floating in the air, and then Preston will come up and cut the cord. <laughs> he shot across that lake like a rocket, snapped that cord like nothing. I'm standing there with a pair of scissors like, what in the hell just happened? We don't need And this. there's just two little shoes floating <laughs> in the lake out there. And he's all of a sudden, his fist sticks up out of the water in, in, in victory. And we're like, holy wow, man, you made it. That is pretty awesome. Has anything, well, now that you bring that up, have you guys done things that went terribly wrong on the set? Like, you, you, oh. I mean, because you could plan out as much as you want, and all of a sudden you... Something goes terribly like you didn't expect it to go. I got it, when that has happened, it's turned into something terribly turn, right. Turn yeah. up, right, right, right. Because we don't want these things to be successful. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those just, really uh, one thing we just did. It was it was just was too big for us. It was called the Rube Goldberg, which we were going to use to end a movie like a giant mouse trap thing, and it just did not work all together, and the pieces didn't oh, I fit well. That. Was that where the guys were rolling through like a thousand mouse traps? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's a different thing. That was oh, a different that's one. what I was thinking. Okay. This is the one that it was. The, it's the ending of the first movie with Rip, Rip Taylor. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. And <gasps> it just it just didn't work like they wanted it. That makes me think of the roller skating in the back of the semi while it's driving around. Oh. That was that was fun to watch. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was a driver on that. <laughs> Because I had driven some trucks before I had truck driving. Experience. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be doing it, but it looked really funny. When did you start your whole career? When did it? When? When did it? Uh, Colorado in nineteen ninety seven, and then Los Angeles in nineteen ninety eight. Wow. Yeah, I was telling you guys last night That's that in nineteen ninety eight, I made eleven thousand dollars. Right. Oh yeah. Los, lived in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> I don't even know how that's. You had a roommate possible. though, right? Didn't no, I didn't have a roommate. I slept on people's couches. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, thank, okay. thank you, crazy. Hey, you got any, got any <laughs> food in that refrigerator? <laughs> that makes sense um, because I can't imagine you could afford to live in, even with a roommate for eleven thousand dollars. Eleven thousand dollars, man. Oh. In L.A., oh lord. You can't afford that. You can, even back what then. gas prices? What you told me last night? Yeah, five dollars a city, gallon. Yeah, five dollars a gallon. That's scary. You know it's going to get up over three here. Yeah, I'll probably get up over three. I'm not happy about that. So yeah. what are you thinking about the Texas heat? <laughs> I just, it's every summer I get here, and it's like, oh, man. It's terrible. Houston was worse, though, because oh, it yeah. was so much more humid. humid oh, yeah. man. At night, even, it was 80 degrees and just felt like it was raining. Yeah, and it's just sticky and gross. Yeah, I agree. Is this the last leg of your tour? Uh, for Texas, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go out with some family tonight and have dinner, and then uh, going to go to Missouri for a couple of days, and then New York City next you week. You go to New York because you, yeah. you, right? You work with Mike Keegan and uh, John Berter yeah. and a whole bunch of comics. Yeah, it's uh, John Butera's big uh, 40th birthday party. Oh, cool! Where are you guys going to be performing in New York? That's at. Uh, Do you remember? Uh, Governors in Bohemia. Governors of Bohemia. In, in New York out there on the other side of Ron Konkoma for the Long Island <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I told I told him I was from Farmingdale, New York, and you made that joke that who the hell would be from Farmingdale or something? You were like No, I said all you New York comedians make fun of me and call me a hick and you're from freaking Farmingdale. Farmingdale. What are you exactly. about? <laughs> but then on the uh, that's on Friday the twenty uh, Second, and then on Monday the twenty fifth, I'm at Dangerfields. Oh, okay, oh great. nice! Which is always fun. It's such a classic place. And so oh yeah, history, I would love know? that. And there though, it's it's difficult because I get 
big crowds that don't know anything about Jackass. Really? So you kind of you got to explain more, but then you also freak out people more. Oh, yeah. They're like, "Who is this weirdo up here with a southern accent on stage talking about sticking stuff in his butt?" That's crazy that people don't know about Jackass. That there's people around that don't know about Jackass. That just seems insane to me. But yeah, well, I guess I mean, that's my. Well, when you go to Dangerfield, you probably have a well. You, Maybe have an older, older crowd, or like but older they than gr- you, like old. No, old. not older than me. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be playing in the senior centers then, <laughs> and those guys can't. You know, people older than me can't go to Dangerfields. Oh, uh, but I mean, stay you out that late. did you watch Jackass when it came out? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm saying, like in New York, you may not get you may not get that type of crowd. You know, you may not get that jackass type of crowd. Like we had last night, it was all... All jackass. Yeah. <laughs> we had a whole bunch of jackasses. <laughs> we really did, man. Front row jackass, to be specific. That's kind of a compliment and an insult. <laughs> it is. Did, he, did the guy in the front row talk when you were up there? Was he, like, talking at you, or was yeah, he quiet? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And so was the smelly hippie girl, too. Yes. <laughs> she kept talking. Exactly. The smelly. Well, you, you knew I she was smelly afterwards, or could you well, smell her from stage? No, she told me before. She, she goes, I want to give you a hug. I smell. I don't use deodorant, and I sweat all day. And I'm like, well, you came to see the show, so of course I'll hug you. And yeah. I, she did smell. <laughs> yeah. I Why? Didn't, I don't know. The hippies are always so pretty, but I can't deal with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have, you know what? They have natural deodorant. Do something. Don't, don't be that girl. Yeah, don't, I mean, if that, if the well, some, some, now. some men like that. <laughs> they do. She, uh, I can't, I can't. I don't want to do anything to possibly hurt her. She's in the bakery business, but <laughs> she owns a known working corporate bakery. Oh, like she's a professional, I'm really and, has, and I've, I've saw, I saw the packaging and stuff, <laughs> and they supply a major retailer in Texas. Oh no, no, and no that's no. what I, I was like. <laughs> <couldn't believe it>. Well, <laughs> like I said, I'm not going to off the air. Right. Well, let's just, let's just say <laughs> that she, she let's just say that she probably cleans up before she goes to work. Uh, no, and it, no, he just said she said I've been working all day and I stink and I sweat all day. Well, maybe she was clean at work. And she, she got all sweaty, and she just came out and didn't shower. I after when we get off the air, I need to know. I, I don't want to be purchasing anything from that. <laughs> Last night during the show, we were having such a good time, and especially when you were up on on stage. And uh, I'm just giving you this look, like don't lie. <laughs> and we were we were, we were commenting on um, one of the jokes, uh, your Brazilian wax joke, uh-huh. that I'm Preston so much liked. <laughs> Your Brazilian wax joke. And I totally forgot to bring my stuffed animal today because you gave us both such a great visual. It's, I explained, wow, man, <laughs> FCC, how do I say this? I explained that I stopped it halfway through because it was the most, I've had, ch- I've had. Which half? <laughs> <laughs> right or left. <laughs> Depends on how you're looking at me. Anyway, um, so it's like a, it's like a millennial who got in a fight with Mike Tyson because it's just full beard and then black and blue <laughs> eyes. Because it really, I got, I bruised. Like, oh, so we, what, all right. So when we're talking about it was like a horrible. And, I can't believe we're like having ha- this conversation. We're talking about Hi. halves and qu- we're talking about it's halves my and quarters. Mom. Hi, mom. Are you watching right now? I'm gonna kick you. Come your on, butt. mom knows you get a Brazilian. <laughs> She's got to know. Never. I tried. That was the only time. I that one time. I I can't handle it. I've had babies without pain meds on pitocin, which is the medicine that makes it worse and makes it go faster. No pain meds. I could deal with that. That's no big deal. That. Oh no. Did you guys ever do that on no. Jackass? Oh yeah. Wax. Yeah. Had a, 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 
uh, amazing uh, gay guy do it, and he was like, okay, well, you've got the dugout, you've got the bat, you've got the balls, let's work our way around. So did you all oh. get waxed? Uh, no, just they picked the hairiest guy. Uh, Greg Wolf is his Thankfully, name. Thankfully, it wasn't and you. And he was really hairy. <laughs> and, and he was so nervous, you know what I mean? Because it's he's terrible. A, he's a crew guy, one of the producers. You know, oh, so, so yeah, so he was just shaking nervous and it made it really good. Oh, I think I remember <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, when... When you get asked, you know, if you're working on Jackass and they're like, well, you know, we want you to do something, you, you can't say no. No. You can't, of course you not. You can't turn it down because then you're the pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The pressure. <laughs> yeah. FCC. But yes. They say pussy on TV. <laughs> the peer pressure is unbelievable. Oh, oh I bet. I bet. Thing, you know? Well, that male ego thing, you guys aren't going to let anyone walk away. You know, you, no. you all have to step up. You know, I, I see how much fun you guys have on the set. Um, doing the stunts and the camaraderie that you guys built together. Or I can't imagine like the after parties or just the hanging out afterwards, how much fun you guys do have. Well, like I said, back in 2002, <laughs> the parties were crazy. It was but good. now we'll, we all go to like a, a, a Applebee's, you know. <laughs> Honestly, we'll go to Applebee's or TGI Fridays or, or Chili's and any of those places, you know, and just have dinner. And the guys who do the, the few of us who still drink will have a few drinks and, and that's it. You know? Oh, wow. There's a lot of you guys stop drinking. Yeah, yeah. Half the, half the cast. Oh. <laughs> So how are you guys going to get ready for the, a new Jackass movie? <laughs> like, I, I don't no know. No liquid courage I, at I, all. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's nothing is people think that we're drinking all the time, and that's not, they wouldn't no. allow it. You know? I guess yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. But I would but think on the, on maybe the one. I, on the first movie, uh, we had a sponsor. Ah. Yeah, a beer, a beer sponsor. And uh, they, they pulled out when... Uh, Ryan, uh, excuse me, Bam Margera suggested that they tap the toy car into Ryan's butt with one of their beers. Oh. And apparently the beer oh. rep took big offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of our beer sponsorship. <laughs> Man, he should be, he should feel special. That's like, you're, everyone will remember the beer doing oh. that. Yeah, I mean, that's advertising. That's <laughs> exactly. classic, classic Bam, advertisement. Bam said, because Dunn was having trouble getting it in there, you know, and he's like, why are you having trouble? And, and Dunn was like, because there's dudes everywhere in here. <laughs> so he's a little, 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 little puckered. <laughs> One-star hotel uh, in Miami Beach. Oh, God. I remember that one. I remember that one. Because I was really, really worried that... Um, I was like, they would, they'd, they'd still show it if something actually horrible happened to him. He like rips his insides. They'll still show it. Like you, that's the one thing that's really good about Jackass is that as a viewer, you never think, eh, they're it's going to be safe. They're not, you know what I mean. They won't show this or this. I was like, no, I bet they would show it if something terrible happened to him. Because oh yeah, it's, I saw a, it's they, a cautionary yeah, tale. They would want it. Yeah. I saw one episode where, uh, and this is back when I was a cop. Man, I saw Johnny Knoxville got. I don't know if he got shot with a beanbag. Yeah. And man, he he lifted up his shirt. He had, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an enormous, enormous wealth, and I'm like, and he was smiling, man. He just just shook it off. I I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do that. He was talking about on that podcast I was listening to. It was the gun, the one when he had to wear a bulletproof vest, and he was getting actually shot by the gun because he bought the cheapest bulletproof vest. I think that might have been on the TV show. Maybe not. He got shot with a real gun. It was a yeah, real yeah, gun. yeah. But oh, yeah. That's um, Viacom and MTV said your pilot is amazing. We we want to make the show, but that will never ever ever air. air. <laughs> yeah, no. So we never. So no one ever saw it. I got passed around to the studios and. Yeah. Hollywood. 
Hmm. But he said that was the scariest thing for him, which I mean, obviously, because he but said I mean, he, I'm sure if you know how to Google deep, you can. Oh, find I bet. It right. Head, I bet know? it's somewhere. Well, you in the guys, dark web. you guys have a uh, an uncut version of the tape out, don't you? Don't uh, you guys have an uncut? It has that on there. I don't know if it has uh, that oh, one out there. But on? I know what that's on. It's on the Big Brother documentary on Hulu. Oh, okay. Which is kind of like the beginning of Jackass. Yeah, so you can watch. Go to Hulu and watch that if you want to see Johnny Knoxville shoot himself. <laughs> <laughs> do you get Do you get annoyed talking about Jackass all the time? Uh, no. Uh, it just, sometimes it's you know just you're being interviewed, you know, yeah. by people on the street, and it's uh, just they, they mean they they mean well, you know. Yeah. But it's just when you say like. So tell me how that all got started. You're just saying, like, entertain me, you know, for the next yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd say hi, get a picture, ask a direct question, and that's yeah, great. Yeah, then I got to go. I don't yeah. think, I think we send a bitch about people coming up and saying they like me. I should, <laughs> I should be stoked. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, not every, like, it's a very, very rare thing to have celebrity. Right. Uh, no matter what, you know, grade it is at this point, you've you've touched it. Not right. Once you, once you hit that Once you hit that plateau of, um, I guess, stardom, you want to call it, your privacy is oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, got yeah. that's got to be the toughest thing in the world because oh, yeah. you can't you get no privacy outside. I mean, you can't even have a, an enjoyable dinner sometimes. Correct? Oh yeah, I always see pictures of me eating online that I didn't <laughs> know people were taking. That's that's You're another like, thing is people sneak pictures of you. Which yeah, I, that, I wouldn't was like that. Yeah. Do you ever like sitting there? You're at like the uh, you're at um. The supermarket, and you, you see your face on like one of the magazines that are there. You know, like uh, what is it? Um, like people a National Enquirer, National Enquirer, or something. Or people, or I got a story that'll tie in with that that you'll like. <laughs> I walked out of Michelli's Italian Restaurant in Hollywood, and I looked across the street, and there was one of the old time newsstands. Remember that with just a hundred magazines, right. thousand magazines, and newspapers and stuff. And Joaquin Phoenix was standing <gasps> there reading a magazine with his picture on the cover. <laughs> So I looked at him and I flipped him the bird. <laughs> and he pulls that magazine down. And he goes, "What's the matter, Preston?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, he knows my name!" And I was like, "Ah!" and ran off. I was like, "I can't believe he knows who I am." That's celebrity right there. When other celebrities freaking talk to you by yeah. your first name, yep. call you by your first that, name. That means you hit that top top mark. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna finish up with Preston. We're gonna find out where he's going, what he's doing, and what his plans are for the future with Jackass and his comedy career. Career is taking off, so uh, you, you, he's doing a tour. So you're going to have to check him out. So s- follow us after the after this. <coughs> Welcome back to Mad Radio, and you're listening to John and Megan on Making a Difference Wednesday. We're broadcasting you live from the Fishbowl Radio Network Studios here in Arlington, Texas, and we have the amazing Preston Lacey in our studio with us. And we're just wrapping up a fantastic interview with you, man. I I can't thank you enough. Yeah, it's for, been so nice. For you coming in tonight, today, uh, Preston, man. It, it's been a pleasure meeting you. It's been a pleasure working with you. Uh, we had such a good time last night. Yes. Uh, well, all I could ask is that you do thank me more. <laughs> no, I'm just thank you. You guys, okay, for another you guys are super nice and you're super funny. I was happy to come down here. The Aww. only thing that scared me is when I thought you meant five in the morning. And I was absolutely, absolutely terrified of that. I would five. have hated that myself. So, yeah, yeah I'm glad we don't do that. Like a zombie. <laughs> I don't think I would be here. I'd be like, I'm calling in every single oh, day. Man. Um, people were asking if you enjoy doing stand-up. Uh, yeah. The, it's, the, it's a new it's field. The being on stage is fun, but everything else is the hard part. It's just the traveling, just the flying and driving and yeah. you know, picking up and moving your stuff every day. Exhausting. Yeah. yeah it's just exhausting. That. If you could just do the Star Trek thing and go from stage to stage, <laughs> it yeah. would be great. Or, 
I, man, they have all those comic cons, you know, where all these like sci-fi people, they should have something for comedy. They should have a comedy con for like jackass people and other yeah, people. We get, well, they, we get sure invites to those all the time. Yeah. Really? They sit yeah, on yeah. panels and stuff. Yeah. I just think charge for pictures. I don't like that. Yeah. It's a weird yeah. whole you know, setup. I like what you, me? I like what, <laughs> I like what you did last night. Um, when you, well, actually you texted me the day before and you said you were doing free meet and greets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I thought that was so nice of you to just, you know, because people charge, you know, people charge for that. And when you, you text me and said, no, no, man, no, it's free meet and greets. And I thought that was great. And the, the people loved that. Yeah, the oh, yeah. Really we had to start that. putting free on there because everybody kept asking, how much is the meet and greet? You know, and it's like, yeah. there's no. nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, just come on and say hello and shake my hand and, you know, grab a T-shirt. I no, I, I paid George Went $10 for a picture in Joplin, <laughs> Missouri, and I'm still upset about it. <laughs> Yeah, because what's he doing? Yeah. Speaking of typecasting. He was awesome. He was. No, he had he had us hicks lined up down the block to pay $10 a picture. Oh, yeah, cheers, cheers, man. man. Loved, him, loved him so much. Yeah. He was actually, I think he was here for um, Fire and Ice Ball or something they do over uh, around Fort Worth. I'm not too sure. He and Gary Sinise were here for that, I oh, think. Gary Sinise is but just name. think how many times people ask him where Cliff is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just every day, all day. Just like We Man well, just, for you, right? <laughs> well, We Man... Is is one of the more recognizable people I think in the world. Oh, that's it's just yeah. because there's no there's, there's just there's a little person. Yeah, and he's famous. Yeah, you know, and he's internationally famous in a lot of countries where they don't speak English because Jackass crosses over because oh, it's right. easily it's not really scripted. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty translatable. So, yeah, I mean, I'd see he's up there, especially you know, and he, and it's just he can't go anywhere. Can't walk down the street. Oh it's wow! Just like, wow, we man, we man, we man, we man, and there's oh, like poor dude. five. <laughs> Little people across the country who go out and try to get free drinks and chicks staying there. <laughs> I bet there is. Yeah. That's not a that's that's smart I in, bet in their own way. Get pictured like man, I had my picture with Wee Man. They'll show it to me. and I'm like, that's, that's not, not Wee Man. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He said he was. He's five eight. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you want to? Uh, before we wrap all this up, I see some uh, some some Dallas comics have joined us. Uh, 214-556-6239. Please give a call. We want to give a shout-out to Preston. I'm sure you want Ask to say hello. Question. Ask him a question. Um, because... And is there a website to find upcoming events and where you're going yeah, to be this uh, just summer? Uh, my socials. Uh, I'm real Preston Lacey, at real Preston Lacey on, on uh, Instagram. And I'm at Preston Lacey on Twitter. Nice. And then my, my Facebook page, I have one, but it's really just friends. It's not a public Facebook yeah, page. Right. Yeah. So I won't accept your friend crest on there. Yeah. It's mainly people I went to high school with and right. a growing number of comedians that I keep working <laughs> exactly, with. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> just, just, just like John, I'll tell you, the, right. the, the New York community, uh, comedian scene is so fun. Yeah. The, guy, the guys and girls are so good, and I, just, and I like them. They're funny people. Yeah, that's the one thing um, has really made my life interesting. Sometimes happier, sometimes not, what? is all oh, the yeah. Dallas comics that I'm friends with now on my facebook feed like sometimes i'm like okay that was good all right you know and other times it's like you guys because everybody it, it turns into a community yeah exactly and, and, but know, it's it's it cheers you up sometimes sometimes it, it, no it does <laughs> it does and you you mean you've talked i mean it, this actually pulled me out of my my funk. whole uh, my yeah. whole ptse funk but, but it's yeah. not you know it's not football there's not a winner and a loser in yeah. this thing. Right. Everybody can win. Yeah. You know oh, People yeah, don't think like of it that. like that. People think that it's, it's, it's a competition, it's limited, and it's yeah. not at right. all. Yeah, exactly. You want to put on the funniest show you can, and how you get from point A to point B, it don't matter. Yeah, right. exactly. And what, what do you think the – I don't want to say, like, is it 80% uh, talent, 20% luck to be – to 
get that next step, to go to that next... Uh, Jay Leno says that there are tons of unemployed, talented people, but there are very few unemployed, persistent people. Mm, I like that a lot. And the man knows. I mean, he's done oh, more stand-up yeah. than yeah. I can list. Yeah. 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 He's a he's a, an interesting dude. If you've ever listened to like a, an interview with him, oh, oh I, I like Jay Leno, man. I, I like I like, I like to listen to how comedians work, how comedians got started, you know, all all that stuff. Because I I find it really fascinating everyone's process. Well, everybody has a different story, which is yeah is nice. You well, know? everyone does it a little differently. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's kind of a tried and true method, but everyone does it a little differently. So when you started, when you decided, okay, I'm going to start doing shows and doing stand up, were you like Worried about what you were going to say or what you were going to write the material about or you were just like... Yeah, that's why I based it around stories and yeah. just started growing jokes from there. Yeah, yeah. And this, there's, you guys know what it is. There's everybody, all the comedians do about their grandma's crazy <laughs> and they do talk about smoking pot and yes. they talk about porn. Yes. Right. So it's yes. the same, same thing. Yes. And then, of course, in, in New York, you get all the anti-Trump things. And it's right. Like, it's like, okay, okay, we get it. You don't like Trump, but this, you're the third comedian in a row that made an orange hair joke. Oh, it's like, yeah. Come on. It hurts. At least be original. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're starting to get a little Amen. hacky. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just too I much. Mean, it's, it's like, well, I better make sure and throw that in, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I usually don't talk about Trump when I'm on stage, but I did throw just a tiny bit in because um, Vera Das, who I was oh, featuring right, for, right. was like, do you think the Trump thing's okay out here? And I was like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And so I, I, I was like, let me show you. So I added a little Trump like quip, and yeah, they but all you To know, me, just ate a, it up. A, as a comedian, if you, if you have to turn around and go, do you think that Trump thing's okay? Hell yeah. If you... Just do it. Don't even ask. Oh, he's just already do it, he's already been doing it. You know? He was just asking because he was in Texas. Oh, you know what so I mean? So what? Hey, he's like, gonna love good. you. They're gonna hate you. But do your material. He has an do amazing. I don't want to spoil this for anybody, but his new special. If he doesn't include this, I'm gonna be so sad. He has an amazing thing where he does Bohemian Rhapsody, but he's he's singing about Trump. So when it says Galileo, Galileo, he said grab a grab a. I can't say it on the air. Grab a p p p. A cat. Grab a, bazillion, a kitty cat. I knew, I, I knew when she started this, this was going to do full circle back to her lady parts. She, I absolutely she, knew. It. I saw that. No. Coming. You know, it, it, it's all, it's women, man. I mean. Oh, bite me. Oh, come on. You're eating ice cream. You want to bring it to your lips. You're eating oh, I'm a sorry. I'm eating ice cream with my mouth. Well, that's silly. I mean, I should just shove uh, it up my butt. That's that's how everyone else. Of course, that's how no, you eat. Yeah, well, come on, man. You, yeah, he's right, man. You bring everything right back down to your lady parts. Mm. Camel toes don't just happen. <laughs> Oh, wow, yep. that's true. All right. Well, none of our none of our listeners have the balls to call in. No, they're all chicken. They're all chicken. <laughs> you know, uh, Jamie Gravy, and that's why I, I actually said it, because Jamie Gravy, a uh, very talented Dallas comic, just uh, he just wrote so cool on air because um, he he's one of the Dallas comics that he opened up for Eddie Griffith. Oh, Griffin, yeah. At, uh, at Hyenas one night. And Eddie uh, called him a couple of weeks later. And said, "Hey, I'm doing a show in Baltimore." And said, "Yo, why don't you open up for me?" Oh man, which was a which was so he was and Jamie's such he a was kind, filming his Netflix special. Yeah, and Jamie's such Jamie. a kind-hearted guy, man, and uh, could work pretty much any crowd. And he was just over the top, you know. Yeah, I would have. <clears> and I figured attack. Jamie wanted to call in to say hello, but you're a pussy, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never make we it in New York. We need to more of this show. <laughs> anyway, um, well, he is going to New York, so maybe Preston will meet him sometime yeah, yeah. in the future. He's going to try try his stuff I, uh, down there. 
uh, real quick, I know we got yep. we got to wrap this up for commercial, but I was I opened oh. up for Rich Little at the Tropicana in Las Vegas. <gasps> really? Yeah. How oh, amazing is that? That would that be must pretty been fun. cool. It was just I was just in awe. I just couldn't even believe it. And he got he does he does a good stand up bit. He plays a lot of footage. You know, from yeah. his old stuff. But he gets up there and does bits. His crowd is old, though. Oh, I bet. Oh, my gosh. So how old. did you interact? I, I did this, like we talked about yesterday. I did the most G-rated thing I could do. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't word, want any heart attacks happening. Word, you say the word bum and you say the word, <laughs> word Peter. You know, I think you can say Peter without getting in trouble. Yeah, you can say Peter just fine. Um, caller, you're on the air. Well, hello, everyone. This is Barry Whitewater. Hey, hey Barry. Barry. Good job calling in. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Barry. Uh, Preston Barry's one of the uh, Dallas comics uh, who's been um, getting he's a lot of recognition. Yeah. He's going. He's been going all over the state and uh, and actually the the adjoining states. I think he was up in Oklahoma and Louisiana as well. So, do you have a question, Barry? Yeah, why is he tasing openers? <laughs> <laughs> Tony oh, to- has told Tony everyone. ratted you out. <laughs> Man, now Barry will never, ever have anything to do with me. Barry, I'm going to promise you right now, I will never, ever tase you. Ever. Not ever. I didn't get tased. <laughs> you know, I didn't put my Kevlar underwear in the <laughs> Barry's like, I can handle it if that needs to happen. I will open for you. <laughs> you know, I'm glad, Barry, I'm so glad you brought this up because me and Megan were talking about this. Because last night when we were doing a set list, the lineup wasn't supposed to be the way it was. It, and and actually, she was uh, Megan was supposed to go right on before you. before you. Would you have tased Megan? <laughs> no, no. See, oh. see, I knew it. I was like, no, he's polite. He wouldn't have done it to a chick. Oh. No, I probably if I would, I probably would have asked. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I didn't I've ask never Tony. been tased in my life. I don't know if I would enjoy that. I don't know, like hey. if I could handle it, basically. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Right kind of like a vibrator. <laughs> so, Zap. so Barry, have you seen Tony's uh, butt? Is it like <laughs> since you've heard about it? Has he still like have a mark? Poor, poor dude. Uh, no, I have not seen it, nor do I ever want to see it. So, uh, that was a loaded question, what? Barry. You answered that correctly. Exactly. I've, I've been through enough HR. Uh, <laughs> Well, I didn't know um, they needed you in Cincinnati, Preston. Just letting you know from yeah. some of our people. I didn't know if he was running around showing everybody, like, look, look what Preston Lacey did to me. Look what Preston. Lacey. I told you, he said he's never going to wash his ass again, man. He goes, that was, nasty. A, that was the best moment of his life. He nasty. said, nasty. Uh, he did a good job, though. I'll tell you one thing: if he hadn't done a good job, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, you know, huh? <laughs> no, if somebody goes up there and bombs. I'm not going to go yeah. take yeah, something. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he did real good. He, he so. did, man. He he. Uh, he, ro- he 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 rocked it. Connected with the crowd. He definitely connected with. He was their. The pe- he was his people. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's good. He's yeah, good. he's good. I like. Him. So Barry, anything else you want to ask? No, that's it. You're <laughs> just saying that none of the comics were calling in, so I'm like, yes, right, well, challenge accepted. Exactly. Well, I appreciate it, man. You got a pair of balls. Of Barry, Barry, where's your next gig at? Oh, good job, Preston. Uh, my next gig is tonight. I'm going to be at McKinney at the Comedy Arena. I love that place. At. Great job with it. Yes. Oh. It's a good crowd. It's always a the, good crowd. At the McKinney Arena? McKinney Arena. Where? Sports. Barry, what time are you going on and where is that? Where is the McKinney Arena? It is eight o'clock and it is off of yeah, Boy, why are you gonna put him on the spot? No, I, I, my <laughs> GPS knows. I don't. My agent also knows. My <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you. Wait, I hit the wrong thing. Hold on. I was about to look it up for you. 
Comedy Arena. Uh, it is on 305 East Virginia Street, Suite 104, McKinney, Texas. Suite 104. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Although, I think if you get oh, that close, you can see the yeah, big... Yeah. Uh, giant letters that say the comedy arena so yeah literally you just go right on the street and tickets are available online or you buy them at the door online yeah they're online at uh ticket taylor or something something or just go to the comedy arena i'm sure you can buy it you can buy tickets there Uh, at the door actually comedy sports dallas.com there you go there you go he's good he's got this barry whitewater tonight at comedy sports in mckinney texas there it is preston is good everybody's invited (laughs) everybody listening (laughs) 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 he will take (laughs) i don't need to have a a me too moment (laughs) (laughs) do you have a taser you could start tasing people john Oh uh, no! I, don't, I, I gave my taser up. I gave my taser. I up. gotta be clear here that I got my taser on Amazon. It is not a cop taser. Oh. Like New York City police. Okay. All right. It's right. way different <laughs> operation. And let's not make Tony out to be some, yeah. some sort of hardcore. <laughs> Tony's like, I gotta right. take it. Well, thank right. you for well, calling, thank Barry. Thanks, Barry. Have a great set tonight, man. Kill it. Thank up? you, John. All right, bye. 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 <laughs> All oh, right. Man. Well, this has been great. Preston, man, I appreciate it. And you, you're flying out of Texas tonight? Uh, no, tomorrow. 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 I'm having dinner with some family, some local family for the, the, the South Lake Lacey's tonight. Oh, nice, that's nice. right. Enjoy. The Schwanky Lacey's. Schwanky. South Lake. Well, is it, <laughs> well is, I'm from New York, so what's, hot, what's, what's more Schwanky, West Lake or South Lake? West Lake. I don't know. West Lake. Uh, West Lake is, West Lake is. West Lake is ridiculous. West you, Lake is a million like, dollar homes. Then you got like Trophy Club, right? Trophy Club is pretty good too, but I think Westlake uh, beats them all. Yeah, I'm not even allowed to drive through that neighborhood. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm from Southern Missouri. We have <laughs> yeah, exactly. trailers and double Joplin. wide trailers. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know which part of <laughs> Jop- I don't know which part of Joplin's the good part. <laughs> He's like, I got a triple wide. I am <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Falutin. All right, guys, man. Uh, Thank you, Preston Lacey, man. Thank I appreciate you so it. Much. Uh, thank you for everything, and uh, be sure to check him out when he's uh, on tour. We got another call, and we're going to be back right after this. Welcome back to Mad Radio and Making a Difference Wednesday, man. Uh, for those of you uh, tuning in, we just had a great interview with Preston Lacey, and now we have the wonderful Judy Hoover on the line with us with Texas Stands United, a nonprofit organization that. Supports all our first responders throughout Texas. How are you doing, Judy? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, we are doing just great, man. Thank you so much for waiting, and thank you for uh, calling in. I know uh, you wanted to be here tonight, but I know you had to work. And man, I, I appreciate—I really do appreciate the call. I appreciate what your organization does. Um, tell us a little bit about Texas Stands United. Well, we started it two years ago after the five officers were shot and killed in Dallas, Texas. Um, I actually made the bikers of the Dallas-Fort Worth community a part of the organization of it. They, uh, we thought up some names, and we all voted on it and selected the name. And my sister came up with five different logos, and we voted on that and came up with our logo of the state of Texas with the hands and a heart. And the uh, center of the heart is the Hands United of the different races and stuff um and we can also replace that on any event with whatever logo is used for uh the group that we do a fundraiser for um we started out with a ride for the five fallen officers and their families and uh we've just gone from there 
I, I was I was part of that ride, uh, which I was so impressed. I've been on a, I've been on a lot of bike uh, runs throughout Texas, and I have to say that you organized that that run perfectly. It was Thank probably you. one of the best um, bike rides and safest bike rides I have ever been on. Um, you you really took everything into consideration when you did that. Uh, how long well, you been? I feel like I'm mil- I'm ex military. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean uh, everything has to be organized. Yeah. Uh, well, that was amazing. I, I believe in safety. Yeah. So I make sure that I have uh, escorts on our rides to protect us and the public uh, when we're on the rides. Um, that way, we don't have cars cutting in and everything. We we try to cut down on that as much as possible by having the escorts there with us. Well, what I liked about your ride more than most is that everybody pretty much stayed together, and it was more of a unity ride than doing 70 miles an hour and breaking up you you know you kept all the riders together you really made it feel like a uh um a good rally i would i don't know if i want to use the word rally but a good um event you know right well what what the ride is actually for it's not a fun ride it's not to go out there and speed around corners right and this that and the other we we have those fun rides all the time and you know you got to be experienced to do that kind of stuff I don't recommend anybody that hasn't been riding long just to go out there and take a curve at 70 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, you're not going to make it through it. Right. Uh, but my rides are set up as an honor ride. It's to honor the fallen officers or the fallen firefighters or even families that um, have been killed in a hurricane or a tornado or flood. Uh, and it's a more solemn ride. So... Uh, yeah, we just go around in a circle around Dallas, or maybe we'll do Dallas-Fort Worth sometime if it's not too hot. But it's an honor ride for us just, hey, we salute you. This is what, you know. Right. We stand behind you, and, that's, you know, we're here for you. And that that's all it is. It, and to me, 60, 65 miles an hour is just fine. Right. And, um more people feel com- more people group. feel comfortable with that. I don't want to split us up into different little bitty groups. I want I want one great big group. Yep, yep. So, um, now you're doing this with your sister. You said uh, my sister does my logos and um, my flyers. Because I know, uh, I, so, do you have a group helping you? Because this can't be easy all by yourself. I have two other people that help me during the events. Wow. Um, I do have some uh, bike biker organizations that come out and help. I have a Christian organization. I'm sorry, I can't remember the name right off the bat. They have helped me on almost every one of my rides. They literally walk in, the wives take over the table, <laughs> start taking the money. I, you know, <laughs> I'm standing there with my mouth open the first day they did this. <laughs> you know, the guys took over lining up the bikes and everything, and I was. I was relieved. I really was because when you start getting that many bikes in there, uh, you need help. And, and so I've, you know, uh, the Peacekeepers, um, which is a Lemic organization, law enforcement, mm-hmm. uh, have helped me on almost every one of my events uh, from day one. 
and um, I really appreciate their help. They always show up and help with uh, staging the bikes. Um, I've also had the Southern Dogs help out. In fact, Ken Schreiner of the Southern Dogs will be opening our ride on July the 7th with prayer. So um, I do have people that come in and help me because it is all strictly voluntary. And if it wasn't for these other people helping out, I don't think I could pull it off. Oh, thank you. So (laughs) I was going to ask, so I know you said this was in response to the tragic events on July 7th here in Dallas where um, during a Black Lives Matter protest, some uh, police officers were killed. What, um, once that happened, what made you go, okay, I'm going to get some uh, bikers involved or, or where did your brain go to create this the way that you have? Well, when it first happened a couple of years ago, we all wanted to do a ride, and I okay. had a lot of followers, and I was I was trying to do everything by the book and go through the city of Dallas, and they basically asked me to wait for about a month before we did a ride like that because of all the turmoil going on and the security in Dallas. Um, bikers are very well known for giving. Uh, yeah. Amen, they, amen. I mean... If there's a cause, they're going to come out, they're going to support it, and they're going to give. That's that's something I can say about them. They will give until they can't give anymore. Um, it's, it's a brotherhood. Uh, it's a camaraderie. It's a brotherhood. Huh? It's just like anything. It's like anything. It's yes, a brotherhood, yes, man, and it a, it's family. Uh, we stick together. Uh, I know if I ever needed anything, all I'd have to do is ask. Um, we're there for each other. Yeah. And I don't see very many people very often. My Facebook page is full of people I have never met. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Uh, uh, well, I saw you at the ride. Uh, you need to come up and talk to me. Will I remember you? I would hope so, yes. Uh, it's very hard to remember everybody that I meet. Yes. Um, I have people say, I met you the last time, and I have to apologize because I meet so many people that I can't remember everybody. Uh, but it's nice that you. I enjoyed. You've touched with all these people. Facebook. You've touched all these people. I mean, in some way, your your foundation, your organization, has brought more people together and has touched these people in a way that they're thanking you and that they remember you for it, which is is honorable. That's great. And I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, I keep telling everybody, it's not me. It's Texas Stands United. I just put the stuff together. Um, what makes it work is the bikers that get together and come out and support it. Without them, there would be no Texas Stands United. Right. And I also have to add that I have cars that show up for my events. I, it's, this is not just when I do a bike ride. It's not just necessarily for bikes. Yeah, there were cars uh, there that night. Out. Car clubs? Um, Car, if the car clubs want to come out, they're more than welcome to come out. I'll take anybody's money if it's going to help out. <laughs> That's right, doing right. It for. And, hey, we have a parade. We have a parade. It's an unscheduled parade, but that's okay. Right, right. You know, um, I think it's beautiful uh, if if you can get it on video when you see all these bikes yes. in one group oh, yeah. coming down the road. All those headlights from the bikes. It's beautiful. You know, and that means a lot. It, sta- it stands for something. It does. It's, it, it, and, it, and believe it or not, that makes um, the family members that you're helping out, when they see that, 
Uh, it's like going through a fire department arch, and or they see uh, somebody saluting at the side of the road. When they see 500 bikes, 1,000 bikes coming down the road for their loved one, that is the most... That is probably one of the most emotional things next to hearing the bagpipes. And it, it, it's it's emotional just riding in the ride. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, I worry from the time we leave until the time we get back that every single one of us gets back safely. So, are you? Anything can happen on any ride. Is it going to be at Stroker's? And uh, that that and that's the reason for the escorts. Um, Makes sense. Now, do you do, you do this? Do you do the ride for um, the Texas for the uh, Dallas Five every year? Seven, seven. Uh, well, now it's not for the Dallas Five any longer. Oh. That first ride was for the Dallas Five. Okay. Um, that was a special occasion. Now I do an annual ride for the uh, Dallas Fort Worth Fallen Officers Foundation. And this is a memorial ride to honor all fallen police officers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area over the state of Texas and in the United States. We decided that we were going to use that date to honor uh, fallen officers everywhere. So, so, so July, uh, July 7th, you're going to be doing this run to honor all law enforcement personnel? Yes, yes. Uh, it's not um, the money that is raised will be given to the Dallas Fort Worth Fallen Officers Foundation, and Sergeant Penny, who is the president of that organization, will see to it that all the money that we raise. And uh, by the way, I do give 100% after expenses to the Dallas Fallen Officers. I do not keep any of that money. It all goes. I don't give just 10%. I give 100%. Right, right. So they take the money and they determine where this money's going to. I can't say yet where the money's going to because he has not decided exactly who's going to get the money because we've had several incidents over the last couple of months. Right. So he wants to make sure that money gets to the right people. And hopefully and fairly. by the time we have the ride, we'll know who's going to get it. Right, right. Um, and everything so yeah it's um i've added a few extra things on this event that we didn't do in the past and um each year as it gets larger i hope to add more stuff well um uh, we work with so many different nonprofits who focus on um police officers or police officers in the community and that kind of thing i would love we need to get our networking event together because she would really i think enjoy meeting even even blue alert you know, yeah, get her hooked well, up with Tom Barry. With Tom Barry in Florida and uh, Operation Blue Shield. Um, Tony Brinka from yeah. Operation Blue Shield. Um, because you all have one thing in common. You have a heart of gold that all you want to do is just make, it be- make a better place for everybody to live. And you want to honor all- those who protect us on a daily basis. Right. And, um, yeah, it's you know, scary. when people say we are so different, we are so the same in 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 so many different in so many ways. 
Yeah, I just hope, you know, we're doing what we can to make a difference and, and make the world a little bit of a happier, smilier place. And obviously, you know, you're doing your part as well. I just, I think if we're all, I told you the millennials, there's a whole new study talking about how they are so much more involved with nonprofits and helping out their communities than any <coughs> generation before. And I really, I feel like it's a good thing that, you know, we can turn this around. But, right, but you look what Judy's doing. Okay, you, you just talked about millennials. Right, volunteering, right, right. Now, Judy has taken the biker community, just like we've grabbed some of the uh, comedian, the comic community, Mm -hmm. and the millennials will start doing it. Now, Judy's got uh, is focused on biker communities, and I'm sure it doesn't matter what patch you wear, right, Judy? You're you're there if 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 you're one percent or ninety nine percent, you're there to help. So you need to explain for all the young people, even for me. I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy before we went to Stroker. So one percent, I think of the news. And when they talk about the one percenters, like they're extremely rich. That's what I think of when you oh. say that. I don't think of. No, it's. You oh, need to no. explain. No. Yes, no. I know. <laughs> no. So explain. Do you, do you, one you, one percenters are, are not on the side of the law. Okay. Uh, one percenters, um, they're the banditos, the um, hell's angels. Um, and there were uh, some the that showed up. And those kind of groups. Um, they they all have their own beliefs and they all believe what they want to believe and you know they have donated to a lot of my causes yep they've actually bought raffle tickets and stuff um it's i don't think it's that they hate police officers or anything they know the police officers are doing their job um but they they just like that little edge of being a one percenter right and you Uh, know they support they support law enforcement in their own way <laughs> it, they do, and um, True. you know I, I've met a lot of angels that have have run fundraisers for injured officers. You know, um, they do toys for tots. They, I mean, like like Judy said, they have a different way of thinking, and that's fine as long as they're at as long as they're there to support a cause. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, if they want to show up and ride my ride, they're more than welcome to ride in the ride. Right. I have no problem with it. What are, what are the majority? You know, I expect everybody to treat everybody with respect. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Do you get worried about that? And then I don't worry about any of that. <laughs> okay. Everybody, we're all people. Okay. I just right. didn't know if there was uh, <laughs> ever like a like a plan for if if two different biker gangs start to have beef no, at one of your events. If different biker gangs show up, I expect them to act like gentlemen and and, and treat everybody, each other with respect because we're there for a purpose. Exactly, right. exactly. And everything. And a lot of my events have children at them. And that's one thing that uh, I have seen with the 1% groups. When there are children around, they do act very responsible and very respectful. And I've never seen any of them get out of hand and do anything that would have, you know, have cause for alarm. Right. They're and people just like anybody correct, else. Correct. And, you know, they have, they have their own internal problems with other, but that's fine. They, they're there to support a cause. So right. that's why I'm saying you bring together. But to if get- they all show up at the same point, then I expect all of them to act accordingly and be respectful for what we're there for. You sound like, you sound like a really tough mom. <laughs> she doesn't play. She's like she's from the military. I can hear I it. I know. Judy's like <laughs> she don't play. She's like, all right, uh, just, you better all play nice play. in my sandbox. <laughs> That's great, man. Somebody said you're Judy. 
<laughs> and I said, I just don't take any nonsense. I just, I just don't believe in it. I believe in doing everything the right way the first time around. That's am- and it could be because my dad was a first, first sergeant in the military, and he raised me like a first sergeant in the military. <laughs> so, so you, so you, you know, come from a military and background. That doesn't mean I'm perfect because I do not have a perfect son. You know, <laughs> my, per- my my son is not perfect whatsoever. Well, no, but nobody's is. Uh, nobody's is. Yeah, don't even get started yeah. on kids. We're still talking about kids, man. Oh. <laughs> I've got teenagers, and he's yeah. got adult kids. Like, it's just not. So, so tell us about this event that's coming up that you got planned, how people could um, help sponsor, fundraise, and join part of, your, you know, part of this event that you're going to have on July 7th. Okay, uh, it's July the seventh, and it's for the Dallas Fallen o- Dallas Fort Worth Fallen Officers Foundation. It will be at the Strokers Ice House on Harry Hines Boulevard, and uh, it will, we will start taking um, money at eight o'clock. The bikers can come in and start signing up to ride on the ride and get uh, staged for the ride. Um, about 9.30, we will open the ride with prayer with Ken Schreiner uh, with the Southern Dogs, and after which the Dallas, um, what are they called, uh, Honor? Honor Guard? Honor Guard. I believe. Is the, the, yeah, the Dallas Honor Guard the, for the police department will um, present the U.S. flag, and it is a beautiful ceremony. I can't wow. wait for everybody to see it. Um, after which we will have our safety ma- meeting, and we will all take off on our bikes and head out for approximately one hour riding time, and then return to Strokers uh, to just have an afternoon of fun together. Uh, the Dallas Fallen Officers Foundation will be out there with uh, some of their memorabilia to sell. Um and be you know you'll be able to talk to them as well. Yeah, last year last year we were out there and um, we we saw twenty two kill was out there with the military and uh, yeah, and uh, brothers falling and I remember getting caught in a bad rainstorm coming home. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> and a, well, at least and, it cooled off. Yes, yes, it did. It did. It was such a cool event to see all the it people. Was. To I mean even. We did a comedy show um, at it for the right. listeners, right. and you know, it's a unique experience to try to get bikers to laugh yeah. at. And w- at a shout out, shout out to Strokers and uh, Rick, I believe is the owner, right? Yes. And shout out to Rick, man, because he has always been a big supporter. He is Mister Texas in my book, man, because he has been a huge supporter right. of. Uh, not just not just police officers and firefighters and first responders, man. You have a sick child; he steps up. You have uh, a disaster; Strokers steps up every single time, every single time. Rick, yes, they do. You That's know, nice. on and he he is uh, he's another one, man, with just a kind heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know? a good dude. He's built a beautiful business. Uh, and I owe him. I owe him big time because. When I started this two years ago, I didn't know which way was up and which way was down. I got a 10-page letter from the city of Dallas, and it said at the very beginning, everything in red must be done before you ride. (laughs) Was the whole page red? Everything in red (laughs) was 10 pages. Oh, my God. And I carried this in, and I, I 
still commend Michelle for putting up with me. And <laughs> Michelle, if it wasn't for Michelle and Rick, I would have probably fallen apart because at the same time, my mother had fallen and had a stroke. Oh, And wow. she passed away right in the middle of it. Oh, Michelle's so a rock. Sorry. Michelle is a rock. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle is pretty much holding my hand and saying, you can do this. And when she saw that 10-page letter, she said, oh, no, this is ridiculous. Uh, and it was a lot of ridiculous. So I don't deal with the city of Dallas any longer when I do my rides. <laughs> <You> just <laughs> um, it's, I stay off their city streets. There you go. Um, but Rick told me if I wasn't meant to do it, I wouldn't be doing it. And he has supported me all the way through. And that first ride, it was... He called me the day before, and he said, you know, it's just going to be you and your Indians and me and my group here tomorrow because it's going to rain all day. And I said, yeah, I understand that. And I showed up ready to go, and we actually had 75 bikes show up. Oh, yeah. Last year yep. was a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. And, and this is what was so amazing to me is just before the ride, it started a downpour. And... Um, I held off on the ride until it quit raining, and someone said, we're going to get saturated and soaked. I said, nope, it's not going to rain until everybody is back here at Stroker's. Yeah, mm. and that's exactly what and happened. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> we pulled in, and I started getting those bikes in there as quick as I could and getting them parked because that sky was getting blacker and blacker. Yep. The sky opened up as the last bike parked. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I, I mean... Somebody was helping us out there. Somebody was looking out for you. Uh, you know. Somebody was looking out for you. Yeah. And I've, I've got a goal. I would like to see 1,000 bikes. Oh, my. Okay. On one of my July 7th rides. I'm up to 300 bikes uh, That's, right now. Well, how could they register? Uh, Where do they register, Judy? How do they how do they get in touch? Do they just show up that day or can uh, they register online? They, they just show up that morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm not set up yet online to be able to take uh, pre-registration. Okay. They just show up, walk up to the table, sign their name, pay their $20. We do take credit cards now, uh, so that's a plus. Uh, they pay their $20 um, and they get staged uh, with the other bikes and they just ride with us. Is that is that twenty is twenty dollars per rider or is it uh, is that one up or two up? It's twenty dollars. Uh, it's twenty dollars per person or twenty dollars per rider. All right. So if you have a passenger, it's twenty dollars. Yes. Okay. And again, it's on a Saturday. Yes. And I'm still this, uh, and I'm still the cheapest event in town. <clears throat> Oh, oh well, yeah! Hey, listen. As far as it, what it what it what it what it costs on on yeah. so, on something like that, um, it doesn't matter. It's it's going for a great cause. And like I said in the beginning of uh, our conversation, I've been on many bike bike runs uh, here and in New York. And when I when I ran on yours, I never felt so safe and so comfortable on a bike run. You have maybe you'll come out to this one. Oh, I will. I'll I'll be there. I'll definitely be there. Okay, great. I great. will definitely be there. I will want to ride it. Um, I really feel comfortable. Well, if you want to bring you and your group out, you're more than welcome to bring you and your group out and entertain us. We could do that if 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 you like that, man. We'll be there. We'll actually Mad Radio will sure. come. Mad Radio will come out and cover the event for you as well. Oh, great! That we'd love that. We'll come Thank out. You. We'll come out and uh, cover the event for you. 
All right. Uh, I'll have uh, Rick's daughter uh, get in touch with you. Okay. And um, and get everything set up in that direction so she can have a place set up for you that day. That'll be awesome. And all. Um, <laughs> it will be, let me see. Well, Denise is his sister who runs the bar. Okay. I think so, so uh, one of Lena, them was there. Lena Fairless. Was Lena okay. there last uh, year? We'll be calling you. Um, she's over the events now. Okay. Okay. Well, you you have uh, you so. got my number and you got my Facebook page. So just have her just have me have right. her hit me up and uh, we'll get this together. Well, I mean, we're already at the twelve, so we're gonna right. have to. We're gonna, we don't want to wait too long. So let's get this let's get this rolling. Right. Yeah, I'd love for y'all to come out and join us and everything. And any other groups that want to come out, I would like for them to come out too. I would like this to be one of the biggest biker events of the year to raise funds for the fallen officers well we will do everything in our power to help you out with that judy all right great thank you so much i appreciate it thank you and you have a great day and we'll we'll see uh, we'll see you you soon and we'll see you probably on the seventh great thank Uh, you very much thanks thanks judy judy from texas uh stands united take care that was judy from texas stands united um big bike run on July seventh at Strokers. Apparently, Dallas. I need to get a, get a bike. You got to go get a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so left yeah. out. And um, like I've Judy's no got about three hundred bikes right now. She her goal is a thousand. So that's only seven seven hundred <laughs> more bikes, man. That's that's not bad. Yeah, well, her goal is one day. Like I don't know if she's expecting to get seven hundred more by the time seven seven starts. Let's do that. Let's make uh, that happen uh, for well, her. Well, dang. <laughs> Let's definitely make that happen. Um. Yeah, that was a it was a moving event last year, and it, it'll be an interesting, I'm sure, moving event this year. Oh yeah, I am. So I can't. <laughs> no yawning on radio. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, my lord, I didn't have any caffeine today, and oh lord, I know. Mommy wants her bed. All right. June 16th at the Rail Club, located at 3101 Joyce Drive in Fort Worth. Myself, Megan, and Tony will be sharing the Castillas. stage. And Castillas, I can't say his name. Uh-huh. Castillas, shock boy, will be sharing <laughs> the stage with the legendary actor and comedian Eric Stalhensky. Stalansky. Did Stolansky, I say it right? Stalansky. Yeah. AKA Rabbit of Super Troopers. Get your tickets to precandle.com. June 30th at the Rough Riders Stadium in Frisco. Join Operation Blue Shield and Mad Radio as we honor our first responders and the Rough Riders. Do you have more information on that? I'm getting it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the dog. This is for dog lovers every Saturday from 10 to 1, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Omni Manaday. Mandalay. Mandalay. Someone doesn't type. Hotel located at 221 East Las Colinas Boulevard in Irving. They will be hosting Paws on the Patio. So bring your pup and enjoy some drinks, food, and doggy treats as you look over the Las Colinas Canal. And enjoy a mini Saturday vacation. For more information, call the Omni at 972-556-0800. Looking to advertise your business or upcoming event? Mad Radio reaches every city, state, and country. Why just stay local when you can go global? Advertise with Mad Radio Show and be heard around the world. We are now offering very affordable advertising rates that will fit into any budget. Send us an email at makingadifferencetx at gmail.com for more information on advertising packages. If you missed a show, don't sweat it. Be sure to log on to fbrn.us, Mad Radio's page, and listen to all of our past podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, 
Twitter, and Instagram. And next week on the Mad Radio Show, we have... We're very early. No, we're not. We're good. We're good. We have AMCB Foundation and comedian Vaughn Daniel, who owns the McKinney Arena. Oh, where Barry White water will be playing White. tonight. Preston was so good at plugging. Yes, he I was, was man. Like, He's such a good dude. He's just a nice, sweet dude. Down to earth, man. And I got to thank Preston Lacey again. Uh, Judy Hoover from Texas um, Stands United for everything they do. Yes. Um, don't forget about them. Check them out. Check out all your local comics as well. And um, hold on. I don't know where you're going, but and check out all your local comics as well. McKinney uh, Arena is going to be happening tonight. And let's get that 1,000 bikes for um, Judy. Oh, there we go. Let's get that th- those 1,000 bikes for Judy on July 7th to honor the fallen officers throughout the country. And here's some more information on the Operation Blue Shield event that is happening June 30th at 7.05 p.m. at the Dr. Pepper Ballpark. That's 7300 Rough Rider Trail in Frisco, Texas, 75034. Frisco, the number one growing city in Texas. There you go. Um, it's Go visit www.operationblueshield.org for more information. Uh, come out and celebrate. They're going to be a superhero night. We're going to be um, broadcasting probably from 5 to 7. Yeah, maybe 4 to 7, four, 4 to four to 6, something like that. Oh, yeah. You, you we'll, we'll announce it. We'll figure it out. I think we should. Yeah. All right. Um, we won't talk about it on the air. My yeah. bad. All right. Well, we love you guys. And don't, don't be, be a, a schnozberry. schnozberry.